I never did get to ask you the question. Should should Democrats um, have a peaceful political discord all over the RNC? Uh, oh, the, <laughs> you know the uh, legitimate <laughs> political discourse? <laughs> yeah, I think that's where we were at. And I was just wondering what's good for the goose or it's good for the gander. Do unto others as others have done unto you. Like what what rule from the Lord don't we use? <laughs> well, I mean, look, I guess if that's the direction that they want to go and they want to call this all legitimate political discourse, then, man, I can't wait to see what legitimate political discourse looks like every four years. It's time now for something positive. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. Problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience. conscience. Because that is how it works. This is the beginning, it is not the finale, and that's why we're here, and that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority. Creative minority. Creative minority. A way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. That's what I'm saying. Is this the new? Is this the new normal of protesting? Like we can't just peacefully protest anymore about issues. We have to actually attack. And they did, right? They, they. That's one thing I wanted to simply ask you. Was 1-6, they call it an insurrection. Would you call it an insurrection? Would you call it storming the Capitol? Are these words hyperbolic or do they aptly describe what happened? Just simply, was it? There, I, I, here's what I will say based on what I can tell. I believe that Trump incited a group of people and that group of people acted. But there were insurrectionists and seditious elements that were just looking for an excuse. And those, and, and those people are being charged with sedition. Right. So I think it's, it's another one of those, it's like, you know, those broad things that we've looked at. And I, I think that, uh, there were people around Trump that kept him from doing what he could have done and, and actually gone into sedition and treason. But, sure, sure, sure. but I, I think that we were uh, a hair thread away from it. Um, but but as one six, the, the, the attack on the Capitol, it, 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 it was an attack. It wasn't oh, was, insurgents. It was a storming and you know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to get at when you break in mm-hmm. and enter a bill, a public building, not, you know, not for you to break into that's in this insurrection when it's a government building, right? Like that's storming a building. If it's storming something like these aren't hyperbolic words, these are words we I'm trying to figure out a word that would work on the right and the left. So, you know, so at, at its, at its very base minimum, an insurrection is a violent uprising against an authority or a government. So, okay. I mean, in terms of if we're going to use basic in, you know, basic definitions, Yes, it was an insurrection. Okay. Like if you want to go with the, the the Webster's Dictionary version of what happened on January 6th, it's an insurrection. Now, I think that sedition is definitely a more interesting one because that involves this greater mm-hmm. conspiracy and plot against the government. And that's what I th- you're seeing also charged. People, there was three three rings, right? You're, you're seeing yeah. insurrectionists charged with a bunch of minor infractions that are mm-hmm. going to you know, fuck them hard, but you're, right. but now you're seeing people who have tried, who tried to coordinate and do things and stage things and they are being charged with sedition. And I right. think that is probably more accurate, you know, is, is that you've got, a, you've got insurrectionists and within that insurrection, you had seditionists. And so that has been okay. absolutely, um, that's, let me let me look this up here real quick. Yeah, uh, 
I mean, then what? I mean, because some people are like, there was good people there. There was, there was like four thousand people standing there protesting like a normal protest. We're not talking about yeah. Them. And there was a bunch of we're those talking about the, there was a bunch of them the that outward. were that were there. They were protesting, and when people started going into the Capitol, they went, ah, no, this right, wasn't what right. I was here for. We're not we're not talking about them. No, that's what those are Rhonda 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 McDaniel's Rhonda McDaniel's afterwards yeah, something like that. to clear to clear up her statement. She said, "No, I was talking about the good people. There was there wasn't great people. There was decent people that knew enough to walk away." Right. But the outer ring, the outer ring of the conspiracy, when people are talking about the big lie, is the insurrectionists among themselves. And the point I wanted to make real quick was. Donald, everybody thinks Donald Trump is the tip of the spear. Donald Trump isn't the tip of the spear. He's the shield other people are using to get past you so that they can stab you. You know right. what I mean? He, he isn't the spear. He's what the spear hides behind. People think he's the, he isn't. And that's what I wanted to say. And that, you know, these people, the insurrectionists used him as an excuse to do what they had already wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, and the seditionists use the insurrectionists as the as the vehicle to try and do what they wanted to do, and so right. and and the peaceful protesters that were actually there peacefully protesting, uh, unfortunately, get the uh, the uh, the na- the the part of being there for this thing that they had no intention of being a part of in in that regard, right. and well. I guess, you know, this is one of those things where that, you know, I was always taught guilty by association. And it's like, you know, if that's, sure, if sure, you know, sure. if, if that's who you're going to associate with, you know, you shouldn't be surprised when they come looking at you saying, well, you were there. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's no, a problem. Agreed. And, and it's, it's just, we're using the number of people that were there in general, say 5,000 as a number of radical people in this country, but it wasn't even 5,000 radical people at their, when, when we're not, I want to eliminate them and strip them out. Like, yes, guilty by association. You should get be charged with a misdemeanor for being a part of something that well, went wrong. You know what I mean? I don't the, even agree with that. You know, the thing is, is that, you know, if you were there protesting, you were there protesting, but you know, the moment that you moved in on it, you know, yes, that's if you went by, beyond the barricade and you're charged. And those you are and those I mean? people are getting charged. And so far there's been yes. like six hundred and some that have been charged. But some of those are misdemeanors for trespassing, which is what they should have been getting. Well, you know and that's I mean? and but that's and that's well, that's what I would argue that the insurrectionists are getting. They're getting a bunch of misdemeanor mm-hmm. charges. Some of them are getting getting felony charges. And from there, inside of that group, that's where you have the seditionists who are right. going to find themselves in a very interesting world of hurt uh for the next for the foreseeable future was one guy i don't know who it was just testified for nine hours to the one six committee yeah there's there's a bunch of people that have that have testified there and and 450 people yeah so it's it's interesting and it's i think that it's something that's gonna (sighs) do you think do you think the one six committee is a justifiable committee yes i do I mean, okay. I think it's- I'm asking you very basic and simple questions because we skirt around this stuff and I never, people are questioning this stuff. I, I too think it's a, it's, it's a legitimate committee. It's a legitimate you know, committee should do this. And I think that, this- I think one of the things that we have to ask the question of is, you know, what, what, uh, what powers does Congress have? I think there's a legitimate question to be asked because you have this group, this body that's, you know, subpoenaing, uh, offering subpoenas and having people held in contempt for not, you know, testifying right. and things like that. And there, there, I think that that's a fundamental question that needs to be asked and answered of the courts. Uh, I, I do think that they need to get that answer from the Supreme court. You know, is it legitimate to, for them to do that? And, right. and especially right now, when you have a conservative Supreme Court, I think this is a fantastic question for them to be able to answer, because we know that a liberal court would say yes right now. The question right. is, is what a, would a conservative court say yes right now? And if a con- would, the, would, would one branch neuter another branch? And, wow. and, and, if, and if a conservative Supreme Court said, yes, these are legitimate, you know, these are legitimate powers of Congress. Then, right. then, you know, what are the Republican part? What's the Republican party going to do? Tell their conservative Supreme court, they're not conservative. Well, I think they said that when they said that Trump's papers from the archives could go to Congress, I think they pretty much legitimized the committee right then. I do think, you know? well, and here's the thing is I think that there's a difference between uh, records that are already kept as a part of government versus interviewing people. 
and and sure. getting and getting messages from from that realm. I think that's that's a very fine distinction that I do believe needs clarification. I I think that it is a legitimate function because we use that function in a number of other places already. Right, right. Um but the, but we've never really had a definitive answer on that one. And I think that a man, a man that's reading a, a piece of paper generated by our government as he works for the government, created by somebody that works for the government, that's government property. That's easy. That's ours. That's public. You know, I don't disagree. It just, it just is. Sorry. I'm, I'm surprised we don't save the presidential toilet paper because we pay for it. You know what I mean? Oh God, that's a horrible thought. <laughs> it is a real horrible thought, but I'm surprised that somewhere, somewhere we don't have like LBJ's fucking wet ass tissues, you know? What I mean? Oh God. <laughs> but that's ours. That's, that's what that's, that's ours. And I don't think Trump ever understood that public office meant public disclosure. And he's been oh, fighting yeah. that ever since. Well, you know? And that's, and that's one of those, the, one of those biggest ones that uh, that's been a fight since Nixon is the idea of, of uh, executive privilege. And I'm sorry. I don't. I don't believe in executive privilege in an in an office yeah. that is is voted on by the public. I do believe in top secret clearance, and and sure. and, and yeah. secret information, confidential information that you know is, doesn't be- necessarily belong in the public eye. I have some. I have some issues with it though. Uh, just because, you know, there, there is the whole, uh, you know, if we have enemies that are looking to harm us, we don't want to give too much away, but at the same time too, that information belongs to me. I pay for it with my taxes and voted on it, you know, with these people, there's a, there's a certain amount of information. I do believe that, you know, I should be entitled to regular, we need some regulation on the surveillance process to ensure our safety. Well, ensuring our safety and but we can't we can't ever work on that if we're broadening just talking about donald trump if we're only talking about oh is it we can't fix that like he was trying to go into the intelligence like threads to hear unfiltered stuff which by the way is our cell phones you know what i mean donald trump wanted to listen to nsa recordings of americans phone calls to find proof of foreign interference in the election that never happened that was one of that inner circle plans yep. you know uh, and then there was the the revelation that there was a plan for the national guard to seize voting machines right and there's proof of this from donald trump not from us right but from the donald trump administration that's not like that's not something Democrats just whipped up. That's something they got from the archive, you know? Yep. So okay. that's, that- was, was there voter fraud? Does Donald Trump have any bearing at all when he says that the election was stolen? No. Was there voter fraud? Yes. How do we know this? 400 of them. Yeah. There's yeah. There, on average, there's four to 800 cases of voter fraud every year every election, right. uh, right. every major election. So the, the reality is, is that of course there was some voter fraud. Was 70% there 70% voted Republican, by the way, of the 400 cases. Yeah. So it, was there enough voter fraud to tip the balance of an election? Oh, hell no. And that's been proven time okay. and time again. And that's, right. and that's the difference is, is that there's always going to be voter fraud. And I expect the system to catch those instances it and, does prosecute those instances i'm not that doesn't surprise me but what i what is absolute bullshit is when you have a group of people saying that somehow you know they miraculously have found you know all of this proof of voter fraud but then that proof doesn't exist or can't be found or can't be interpreted or can't be and 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 somehow you know magically it's you know you know all of these things that it's none of those things and it doesn't make any sense. Like, right. I mean, the fraud, the real fraud that people aren't talking about is the fact that, you know, you had a bunch of people try to certify themselves as state's electors that weren't voted on. And that is, I'm going to call that that's voter fraud. Arizona said three sets of electors. That's my, that was a great point. You just made that's voter fraud. Democrats were made up 30% of the voter fraud cases that didn't include the false electors that attempted to steal an entire state's worth of ballots, you know, that's voter fraud. And so it amazes me when you look back at Donald Trump, he says there's widespread voter fraud. There is. How does he know? 
it's him. <laughs> right. It's, it's, right? His, it, it's, it's the people who are too busy, you know, trying to, yeah. to suck that and, and say that when, it's when there. He's, when he said, there's a deep state, you know how he knew? It was him. <laughs> it's like he, he's being more honest, I think, than people are aware of. Well, yeah, to a, I believe this is the definition of honest to a fault. Yes, but I just don't think we believe that we don't believe him that it's he's saying it. He thinks I don't know. I think we're I don't know. It, Donald Trump is pretty good at what he does, and what, that's not being a politician. That's taking advantage of stupid people. Right. He's really good at what he does, and yes, he he tells you as much as the truth as he possibly. He just admitted that he wanted Mike Pence to overturn the erect, uh, erection. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's overturn the erection. Oh my God! And Mike Pence, of course, I've heard three <laughs> times a day. Oh. oh, she just now now Devi had the the image of Mike Pence and Donald Trump. I it's uh, every let's let's take a minute. Let's just take a minute with that. And Mike Pence now says that he didn't have the authority to overturn an election. He's always said that. Obviously, he's always said that. But then, but guess Joe Manchin today, by the way. He, Joe Manchin, by the way, just said today, Bill Backbatter is dead. Like, if you're thinking about that bill, it's already dead. But he also said, we're going to fix fix the Electoral Count Act because people protested because they saw ambiguity in the <laughs> Electoral Count Act. And I had to tweet Joe Manchin and say they didn't they didn't protest because they saw you know, ambiguity in the <clears throat> Electoral Count Act. They were told to protest because Donald Trump was told there was ambiguity in the Electoral Count Act. And no matter how much you try and reform it, he's going to see that ambiguity again. You know, right? Like, you're not going to be able to codify this law in a way that Donald Trump won't just kick to the side like a fucking rubber ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't know. Let's see. Oh, oh man. The Olympics, Jeffrey, one of my favorite tweets this week. I got hundreds of likes and retweets because I was like, I can't support the Olympics in any way. And I'm shocked of any network that could uh, boycott Beijing 2022. Everybody loved it. Everybody loved it. It's like weird. The Olympics, I can't support it. And the top, like the top celebrities are Vladimir Putin and whatever she is called, you know, it's just weird. I mean, I just don't really watch the Olympics as it is a whole lot. I think as a kid, like it was really fantastic and really interesting. And, you know, I had all these, you know, I got to grow up with the dream team and Carrie Strug and, you know, Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding and, um, Oh God, what was his name? The, uh, the wrestler from Wyoming that, you know, uh, won the wrestling, uh, gold, um, God, I can't think of his name. Uh, I'll figure it out later, but, um, at some point, you know, that changes and it, you know, I, I watched as, you know, it became more of a political dick swinging contest rather than, you know, a celebration of athletes. And, you know, maybe it was always that, you know, I'm, I'm sure it was, you know, going back into the times where, you know, it was the American athletes against the Soviets and all that other fun stuff. But, you know, this, rather than be a celebration of ath- the best of the best athletes, it's now just like this measure, you know, this ideal measure of how strong a country is. And I think that's kind of crap. But then, you know, you've got all of these other issues going on, Russia instigating shit with Ukraine, China and its treatment of yeah. a weaker Muslim population. I mean, let's not yeah. forget our own fucking shit at home that we're not dealing with. And it's like, I don't like that. you know, it's like, great. So we're awesome, but here's all these horrible fucking things that we're doing, but we're trying to make this thing that's about athletics be political. And it's like, I, fuck it. I can't deal with this. I'm not going to deal with this. I gotcha. Hey, if, if China wants to boycott us because of the kids at the in cages on our border, they are more than welcome to do it. I don't disagree with that one. But the people, like, I don't support either one. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't like either one. It's like, if this were just about the athletes, if this were just about the athletes and not this weird political be cool. dick measuring contest, that would be fine because I love, I love athletics. I love a good athletics competition. I love, yeah, me I too. love to see me people, too. you know, the best of the best go head to head against each other. I think that's fantastic. So, me too. 
I just don't think it should be in any one specific place. You know, like China, I don't like that. I just don't like China. I'm, uh, we fund China's expansionism and they in turn use that to oppress people. So I don't like that. Like when I buy an Apple phone, I have an Apple phone. Yeah, of course. Part of that money went to China and their expansion. Even in COVID, their economy didn't take a hit because of how much we fund them. You know, it's just crazy to me. And I don't want to do that anymore. So I'm anti-China. I was hearing something. So here's a thought. Their, their zero COVID policy has weakened the population and made them less likely to be able to resist Omicron, which is three times as infectious, meaning that they won't be able to keep their zero COVID policy. What do you think? I mean, the the vaccines that they have <laughs> access to aren't as effective as uh, they right. would like them to be. And then, you know, you have a population that hasn't gotten infected. And now suddenly you have a virus that's even more infectious. So yeah, it's it's yeah. not going to be as effective as they would like. And and at some point you're literally just going to you know completely tamp down your ability to produce anything. So I mean, hey, you know, right. more power to them, I guess. Well, George Soros, I heard because I'm part of the liberal meetings. You know what I mean? The secret, secret meetings, and. Uh, George Soros was saying that they're going to keep zero COVID into effect until the end of the year, because at the end of the year is when she's term is up and that there's already a growing um, discontentment with him within the government. And if there's a large COVID outbreak, it'll give the government cause to, you know, end his term. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't know. I just think I love pondering about China. You know what I mean? Like, do you think she's going to um, just be kicked out of office? I don't think so. In China, I, I, I just don't think not so. When his, it's a not when thing. his policies have been as effective as they are and everything else. I don't yeah. think so. So here's an interesting perspective I heard during a conversation was that Russia is cozying up to China, right? Mm -hmm. And so if if we stop natural gas going to germany it'll just go to china and it will strengthen their alliance but what i'm realizing that if they become besties within 10 years china's going to start realizing that the land russia took from them is actually theirs and it's also the land that creates the natural gas that <laughs> they're paying for and so i'm starting to see a possibility to where russia and china could be starting to fight over Russian land. There's more Chinese than Russians. There's China has way more wealth than Russia. They could very easily just populate a region that's barely populated in in Russia. There could be a major problem growing in communism, buddy. China could just crush Russia. Well, yeah, it ain't like the glory days when you know of the Soviet Union when the Soviets could crush China. Right. Yes. Well, China, Russia's just not as big as we think they are. They act really big, but they're not really. Well, big. they don't have the same military expenditures that they used to. They don't have the same standing mm -hmm. army that they used to. They don't have the same broad population that they used to. They don't have. Yeah. They don't have the same. Uh, you know, I would say manufacturing force that they used to. They just don't have the things that they used to have, and no creativity, no innovation. It's you know what I mean. It's that's a problem for them, and and that's their own problem. And you know, more power to them if that's yeah. the. I I love that. What's that? I love this journey for you. Is what they like to say now. Love that journey <laughs> for you. <clears throat> I don't know. I just I like taking the opportunity to fucking crush China or Russia. Go America. <sighs> Democracy rocks. Let's see what else do I got here? Mandates. Yeah, the Olympics. Let's see what else. Oh, legitimate. So uh, Jeffrey Jeff Bezos bought a bought a bridge and started excav excavating an inlet so his mega yacht could get in somewhere. And uh, people were complaining about Jeff Bezos doing this, and it made me realize that we fund that, like. 250 million Americans alone pay $99 a month for their Amazon prime. And then they get mad at him when he has a rocket ship. Like I'm, I'm confused about people and what they understand about how, how their money is spent and where it goes. And 
Do you think that maybe instead of buying a mega yacht or a bridge or an inlet, he could have lowered the cost of Amazon Prime to maybe fifty nine dollars a year? Oh, I think I think honestly, like when you talk about Bezos, there's so I'm just in search so of much. I'm in search of to. a way to communicate this this part of the conversation to people that if your vote doesn't work, maybe your money will. Uh, you know? And that's the, the the real answer is is like. You know, if you're tired of seeing Bezos do the shit that he's doing, stop buying stuff at Amazon. Real stop answer. Amazon that's, that's, Prime, right? Stop buying Prime. Stop buying stuff at Amazon. Stop. You know, but here's the thing: is is that Amazon is more than just buying stuff now. Amazon has yeah. server space that you wouldn't believe of, and a lot of companies use Amazon Web uh-huh. Services in order to, you know, make things run. People don't realize like how many services on the back end used Amazon web services or AWS. AWS a is a point. huge, huge cloud processing ability. And people are not paying attention to the fact that, yeah, the products that they sell definitely right. fund a lot of things, but they're doing big business with big business. So, I mean, you can, you can't kill them. You might weaken them, but that's like, you know, when everybody does these, you know, don't buy from Amazon for this day and that'll show them who's boss. And then, you know, what do you do? You go buy shit the next day. It's like, what? Right. It's like, look, either you support the position or you don't this idea of these weird one day or one week strikes that, you know, are suddenly going to like completely change hearts and minds. Like right. it's fucking virtue signaling is all, is all it is. It's like, if you can't support the platform, don't support the platform period in the story. Don't give yourself mm-hmm. a, an end date to when you will support the platform again. It's like right. you're not hurting anybody, but yourself during that time, if you are hurting <laughs> yourself, you know, or use it as your time to be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to start buying more local stuff. And if I can't find it, then I suppose I'll have to go to Amazon or just be like, I guess I don't really give a fuck if he has a giant yacht. I got what I want too. Like it's okay. It, that's capitalism. He's allowed to make his money, but don't complain about him too. You know? Yeah. I mean? And if you're going to complain about it, then fucking stop supporting it. I mean, that's just the, right. the end of it. That's that's all there is to yeah. it. And that's yeah. and that's great. You know, if you decide that you can't support the the lifestyle and, and the things that he's doing, great. Don't order from Amazon anymore. Perfect. That's- you know, somebody, it, the same thing is going on with Fox. People are upset that Neil Young got Joe Rogan, you know, whatever kicked off or whatever happened on Spotify, that whole thing. And people are like, why not do it to Fox News? And I, I, I was telling somebody, Fox News literally makes no money. Their ads are my pillow and copper fit. It's not like they're rolling in dough, but Fox Movie Entertainment, Fox subsidiaries, Fox Sports that's what keeps the lights on and nobody is willing to boycott like 130 affiliates five different movie studios and 10 different sports franchise they literally do the announcing for the yankees inside sports cast right you know what i mean and so i mean they're not they're not making money off fox news you can boycott that all day long if you boycott tucker you're you're only hurting copper fit maybe <laughs> you know <laughs> tommy johns there's there's not a lot you're doing and nobody's willing to not watch i don't know i don't know what fox movies make honestly you know i don't i don't know 20th century fox is everywhere and so people have to understand and what fox really makes money off of is even if you boycott every fox thing if you have hulu or spectrum or comcast and comcast carries fox fox gets a percentage from being in the bundle that they're offering so you're still not going to get rid of the way they get their income these boycotts they're not going to work the way you think they're going to work because companies are diversified that way now you know? now what has worked this is well what does work how does it work? well here's here's what has worked i mean you look at what people have done people have pulled pulled their music from spotify people have pulled their support from spotify yeah now i, I i'm not so sure how accurate this is but there's something like 20 percent of of people pulled um, about their Spotify said that they were going to pull their, you know, that they were either canceled or were canceling their Spotify, uh, subscription. And if you look at that, 
guess what suddenly started happening? They started putting warnings on Rogan's podcast. They started pulling old episodes where he's using racial slurs. 75 of them so far. 100. It's gone up. Wow. So guess what? Money talks. And you actually have to commit to that conviction. Yes. You actually have to commit to it. And it's great when you do. If if something is that wrong, absolutely commit to that conviction and don't don't support it. Great, fantastic. Right. And you know, now Spotify is being forced to have to address that. Um that's just one of those things that people don't understand is, is that you know, these weird little temporary things don't work because right. all you do is just back end look. It's kind of like the way that I look at it. it it's kind of like um, it's kind of like going to the grocery store on an empty stomach. Uh huh. You know, because you invariably end up coming back with a bunch of crap. You're like, why the fuck did I buy this? Yeah, me. I do that all the time. Me too. And but it's like buying Northern. It's saying I'm not going to buy Northern because it's made by the Koch brothers. So I'm going to buy Angel Soft, which is also made by the Koch brothers. You know what I mean? And so, you know, people who go, oh, well, I'm going to boycott Amazon for the week. So uh-huh. the question is, is now, did you actually like continue your normal spending trend when you boycotted Amazon for a week? Or did you reward yourself for your boycott by buying a bunch of more stuff on Amazon yep. than you would have bought during the week? Yep. See, I... I don't buy, I don't use Amazon Prime. I still use Amazon and I use the free shipping. You know what I mean? I wait until I need enough, but I don't, I don't need to shop that way. Like consumerism is something that I'm trying to eliminate in my life. I don't really need anything. I have everything I want and anything I get will just be a bonus to that. So I don't really need it. So I use Amazon, but I don't like pay them $99 a year for the luxury of clicking on their site. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know what Amazon, what benefits Amazon Prime have. Prime has faster delivery. There's like a I few can't. things that you get access to um, as part of the subscription. It's there's okay. there's some there are some benefits to it. Like like you know, especially where you know, I would say that you know, living closer, uh, living closer to distribution sites, there might not necessarily be the same uh, hmm. benefit. But like for example, you get Prime Video, so you got you know the ability to look at, you know, to watch different shows and things like that and all that fun stuff. Good, good shows. Some of them are like, okay. Yeah. I there are know. some good shows on there. Um, and, and I mean, the, you, you know, there's the, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. It's, it, there's definitely been a benefit to it, but at the same time, you know, I, even I need to reevaluate my subscription to it and see if it's even necessary. Cause I mean, that okay. price is actually going up. Okay, that's sad. See, it should be going down. The guy's got money for rocket ships, you know. Well, I mean, <laughs> look at look at Netflix, for example. That you know, did you ever did you start with Netflix back in the day when it was just DVDs? Mm-hmm. And how much it cost yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, seven ninety nine, five ninety nine, seven ninety nine, thirty thirty day free trial. Seven ninety nine, and it was great because you got like two or three DVDs at a time. It was fantastic. You know, and you just, as soon as you'd finish one, you'd send it back in and get the next one on your list. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, great. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, for that same level of access, you know, it's like, shit, uh, 17, 15 bucks now, 16 bucks. I think it's start to go up again. And it's like, why, you know, for what I'm just going to scroll through their content, not finding anything I want to, you know what I mean? But, and I have, I've done that. You they've know, got some good shows. Is- they've got some good shows that they're making themselves. And I think that's at least for me, like as somebody who doesn't watch network television, mm-hmm. I think the benefit of Netflix for me has been that, you know, I'm getting to see more shows that I always hoped that I would be able to watch, you know, because everything that comes out on network television is like that weird, you know, super sanitized. Here's a laugh track. Ah, yeah, bad yeah, joke, yeah, yeah. bad joke, awkward situation, lovey dovey, mm-hmm. 
kind of a fight. Yeah, God. Everything's wrapped up in a half hour. Major problem, sexual abuse. But hey, everybody's happy Boring. at the end of the half hour. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, you've got some stuff that's, you know, that they're exploring with TV that you couldn't explore with on network TV. So that to right. me, that's been great. Like they've got a bunch of great shows out there. And and some they've pulled their you know some they've pulled and I've been pissed about that and some they've they've still got going and some I'm not sure why they have it still going and you know okay. it you know it's it, I think it allowed for a, a new edge for TV that you know you just didn't necessarily get. It's just surrounded by garbage, and I think that's my issue is like. There's shows on Paramount Plus I want to watch, but just a show. I don't want to subscribe. There's a show on HBO I like, but I don't want to subscribe. There might be movies on Disney I want to watch, but once I'm done, do I really need the subscription? It's so, I don't get this. It's like they're spreading the streaming and I'll hear about like Big Mouth or something on Netflix. And I'm like, oh, I want to watch, or Ozark, Mm -hmm. a new season of Ozarks out on Netflix. And it's like, ah, I can't watch that unless I have Netflix. I can't afford all those subscriptions. And when I do, I'm not going to be able to find anything that I want to watch because I don't know what's good. It's just a bunch of pictures on a screen to me, you know? Yeah. And so, and and that's just it is, is that, you know, if you don't want to watch it or you can't watch it, then, hey, great. You know, and for me, it's like, well, you know, there's been some great stuff that, you know, we've been able to watch, you know, for me, one of the, I think one of my favorite shows to come out of the the Netflix self-produced shows there has been Stranger Things. I think it's fantastic. And I'm bummed that I haven't gotten a new, a new season yet. It's been a while. Season one. Yeah. I watched season two and three are also great. I'm sure they are, but I was waiting for somebody. I watched the first season with somebody and I was like, well, I won't watch the second, second, second season until I can watch it with you. And I, that never happened. So, well, yeah, I remember stranger Things. I like, there's a show called Luther and it's like one of those independent shows and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. So I like that content. Amazon prime had something called Venezuela that I really wanted mm-hmm. to see. Um, there's the, what 1886, that new show, I, I want to see that with Sam Elliott. That's There's on. That's on Amazon or not Amazon. That's on Paramount Plus. I think is what. Um, right, right. So there's there's a ton of shows that I want to see. It's just I end up on Hulu with bad fucking volume levels. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, what I did start doing, I, I'm embarrassed about. I think that superhero movies are the pinnacle of our age. Like like star trek and star wars and battlestar galactica used to be where mm-hmm. you know it forged our future i think superhero movies are forging our future i think we're going more into super soldiers and advanced technologies for humans because of that and so i decided to watch the marvel movies in chronological order starting with captain america and captain marvel captain marvel was the second one and i still can't figure out why i'm trying to figure it out so hmm. yeah and i want to say captain marvel or captain not captain marvel captain america great audio levels you know i don't think people understand audio levels in movies like the quietness of the fucking walking dead combined with the loudness of die hard you know right I mean? <laughs> and it's a hard thing to do and a lot of movies don't do that anymore so i really appreciate movies that don't go to a level 12 and then down to a level three so i have to adjust it mm-hmm. you know but i like superhero movies to me and that's like the super commercialized gross part of movies and if fox makes them i'll feel really bad <laughs> <laughs> well the super well, the the marvel movies are disney so Oh, okay. I, well, I don't like Disney very much either. They don't pay their workers. <laughs> they don't pay their fucking theme park workers enough. The, their workers are actually homeless and on Medicaid because Disney doesn't pay their park employees enough. So maybe I should not support that either. But what do you, what do you end up supporting, Jeffrey? I mean, Coca-Cola is in a battle right now about something. I thought they were a good company working on economic um plastics that dissolve and stuff and now they're over here being racist or something i don't know the oh, story every company like that's the thing about all of these mega corporations i guarantee you you're gonna find if you if you take more than about five minutes to look at these uh these mega companies you're gonna find something mm-hmm. that you hate nestle steals water from a bunch of different places 
Pepsi. Tallahassee. Sorry. Pepsi. Pepsi does. Pepsi has some major controversy going on right now where uh, they're supporting, you know, somebody or they're. uh, What was it? Oh, Pepsi has been donating to Republican candidates um, like in Texas. and uh, uh, Yeah, in Texas. Um, I'm Coca-Cola. Yeah, sure. They had their, you know, their, Hey, you know, black voices and votes matter. And they're doing some sort of shady shit right now too. It's like pizza Pizza hut is Pepsi. Pizza hut is Pepsi, right? Like Pepsi made pizza. No, I don't think so. Um, I think they might own pizza hut now. They made Taco Bell. Like they wanted to sell their drinks, so they made a Taco Bell around their fountain drink. <laughs> Same, I don't. <laughs> that's how. That, so I, I just that's interesting because I boycott Pizza Hut. I can boycott Pepsi. I don't drink soda anyway. The, I mean, the reality is, is that you look at all these mega corporations, and I guarantee you're going to find something that you hate. And Heck yeah, and you look at mom and pop corporations. I guarantee you'll find something that you hate. You know, I mean, realistically, a lot of small business owners tend to lean conservative, and so if they're lean conservative and they make enough money, are they donating to political candidates? And if they're donating to political candidates, what political candidates are they donating to? And who are those? Politi- what are those political candidates? It's like, at some point, like you just right. have to realize that every single organization that you support is probably doing something that you hate the question is is like what is your cutoff like at what point are you like i can't support this organization this company because of what they're doing in x y and z and you know some people it's like great we're not going to support that company until they change their practices regarding x y and z and if they do then great you go back to supporting them if they don't great you don't support them if they do fix it and you decide not to support them any further great whatever Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you that, you know, the organizations that you think you love the most guaranteed that they're doing something super shitty, super shady, and you just don't know about it yet. Right. But what, as you're complaining about one thing, just remember you're supporting another thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you're it's per- like, you're not perfect. It's like, you know, sitting down and saying, well, I can't support Amazon for what they're doing. So I'm going to go shop at Walmart. Right. That's that's my point. Okay. Think, you know. <laughs> oh, sure. I, I guess, you know, if that's your answer, then <laughs> all right. Two that's companies that buy shitty crap from China that treat their employees like garbage. And the owners of those companies do shitty things, support shitty people and shitty politics. Cool. Okay. Whatever <laughs> works for you. Whatever, I guess, whatever helps you sleep at night. I shared our, our sh- I shared our shortened supply chain theory with Pete Buttigieg because he had a, he had a tweet about we should invest in America and shorten our supply chains and I was like could we I love what you're saying but could we switch that definition of America to Americas you know how many solutions <clears throat> we could create if we just um, you know supported our neighbors and then I realized it was Pete and I was like oh sorry Pete I didn't realize it was you I was responding to you don't ever respond back you're kind of a dick so fuck off <laughs> you know, like I, just, I don't like Pete Buttigieg very much he called transportation a, a racial issue which pretty much sounds racist and ableist at the same time so I don't I don't I don't know if he came on the show, I would be happy to talk to him and try and change his opinions about things, but he seems pretty intelligent and set in his ways. So mm-hmm. whatever. So how about this thing we didn't even get to talk about because we didn't get the guy on to confirm any more of it. But so this these people in California decided to give homeless people five hundred dollars a month for six months. Mm-hmm. And two thirds of the people actually found permanent housing. Who would have thought that if you give homeless people money they won't spend it on drugs joe mansion but they will look for services that they can they can access and that's what part of the story was is these people know where the resources are they just can't get to them and if you gave them the bridge of cash to get to the services they need to get housing and food and all this stuff that they could actually do <clears throat> i didn't get a chance to see it was it permanent housing with that permanent 500 a month support or was it for that six month no, period was, and then they got permanent housing and they're supporting themselves now 
they're supporting themselves. Okay. It was six, six months, but they went on to find housing, a job, and they could get food and then prepare themselves for the next, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay. And it was nice. So that was, and that was thousands of people, which I thought, well, if he only did it for three people, two thirds, isn't a real big deal, but it was thousands of people mm-hmm. that changes, that changes perceptions. Um, I was watching a morning show and they were talking about how to address gun violence in New York, the mayor needed to address the homelessness problem because homelessness bleeds into criminal activity. That really offended me. And the other thing they said was we also need to beef up mental illness responses because that's an issue of homeless people. And I thought to myself, generally, you are so stereotypical in your descriptions of homeless people it made me sick you know so some of them them are i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick this fight but not for the reason that people are thinking i'm gonna pick this fight so you said uh homelessness feeds into criminality right well it feeds into the causes of of criminality. criminality okay and i would say that that's absolutely true but why is that true in a way but why but but why is that true well they have no other way to live they have to by nature homelessness is breaking a loitering law so 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 what you're doing you know yeah oh well you know people that are homeless are you know there's been a rise in criminality because you know because of the homeless population okay so what have you criminalized or what are you doing that yeah. is now feeding into that quote unquote rise in crime? Are we like, right. what statistics are we talking about? Are we talking about thefts? Are we talking about drug use? Are we talking about loitering? Are we talking about, you know, public indecencies? Are we talking, what are, what are we talking about here? And all I can say is, yeah. is that when you refuse to provide services that would prevent those things, why are you fucking shocked that those very things are happening? And why is that in a discussion about police shootings? Like police were murdered in New York and suddenly it's, you're bringing the homelessness and the homeless into it. Like you didn't need to do that. Yes. You, there needs to be resources for the homeless. We talk about that all the time. You need to go to them and see what they need, get it for them. You know what I mean? It's just, you can't blame them for everything and be the reason that they exist. Exactly. That's exactly it is, is that you can sit down and you, you can say all that you want that homelessness causes a rise in criminality, but when you Mm -hmm. refuse to provide services that prevent those criminal actions, why are you fucking shocked? Why, why, why are you surprised that that's happened? That's, you know, no different than, you know, well, we've been busting all these people, you know, for it's like, it's like when news organizations were reporting, it's like, now that, now that weed has been legalized, crime has dropped. Um, why do you think that is? It's because it's not illegal anymore. Right. People aren't getting pulled over in Chicago for a joint in their hand anymore. You know? Yeah. If something's not illegal, you're going to see a reduction in crime in that thing. Of course. Yeah. But what about all the people that are in jail because it was at one time legal. <laughs> now they're felons. They're in jail for something that's not even illegal anymore. They need to be released and expunged. Yeah, totally. And unless, you know, it's like, unless they were, you know, dealing other things, it's like, unless Billy, Billy, why, what you don't, you don't like that. You don't like that point. You don't like, you don't like that point, Billy. Well, oh, Billy's not homeless. That's all that matters. But I just don't like, I think that using that, that terminology is it allows people to be dismissive of the problem by saying that homeless people are mentally challenged criminals. You're like, I don't even have to care about them because they're just so vulgar to society. When that's, that's not them. That's one, two, 5% of them, maybe 10%, 20, 30, but you can't say it's all of them. And we should try and help the people in most need as well as the people that are easy to fix. And also too, if you provided housing, if you provided 
uh, services that they could access if you provided basic needs. Straight cash, just straight cash, apparently. Um, and apparently, in, in in this experiment, just you know, straight cash. Apparently, you know, what happens is is that all of those criminal things drops significantly and yeah. why is that because they're not doing these they're not doing you know shit out in public in order to survive that you've somehow managed to criminalize it i just i don't understand how people get fucking shocked and surprised by this stuff yet when you propose the idea of you know instead of paying for them to be harassed by the cops and to be thrown in jail and uh, go through court systems time and time again and pay for cops yeah. to keep rousing them time and time again. All of those expenses add up to far more than if you just fucking paid for housing and services. Like right. if, oh. if places oh. like Utah and New Mexico can figure this out, yeah. then I don't know what to fucking tell you. It's like, Sure, Utah, New Mexico have had a couple of different approaches to it, but overwhelmingly it has worked. So I don't even know what to say. It's like these things do work, they do exist, and you have to decide to either you either have to decide to do something about it or not be surprised that this shit keeps happening. Public access America. It's always funny because like Especially because as you know, libertarians, we get a ton of shit, even amongst other libertarians. I think political philosophy is a lot like religion, and where there's moments you have to go on faith and trust what somebody else is saying. The main, the main focus is it's like less dependence on the government because, well, we've seen how that's gone, and you don't have to do that if you think about it in a human way. You know, more dependence on connections with each other. But you can always bring it back to what would one human do for another? What would a hundred do for a hundred? People looking out for people. Find Public Access America anywhere you find your favorite podcast every Sunday and Thursday. And join the chat on YouTube at Public Access America every Sunday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Communities looking out for community. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. In the making. In the making. Yeah, I just wonder what the, I wonder what the rules were to get into this program, and then how they were monitored during the program. Those are the two things I'm kind of curious about. Was it strict? Was it regulated to where they only had one path, or did you just give them money and say go do your thing, and they made the good decisions, or were they guided to the good decisions through the process? That's something I really wanted to know. That that would be a, that would be a great topic of discussion. I mean, it's just yeah. You know, <clears throat> there's a lot of ways to help. And the government yep. keeps complaining that, you know, they've tried nothing and they're all out of options. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines from The Simpsons. Yep. So how about this one? This one's cool. We're going to, we got, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, we got like 10 minutes left. So San Jose wants to start a policy where you need liability insurance and you need a $25, um, what is that? 25 you need to pay $25 per gun per year to have the gun and liability insurance for having the gun and people are saying that's not fair <laughs> that's um, a tax it is a tax i think it i think it's freaking awesome by the way i think that's perfectly <sighs> legitimate we need liability insurance in florida to have a gun um as far as the per gun tax i i disagree with that one Oh, the $25. Yeah. Um, two thirds of the board kind of did, but they all, all but one supported the I do, insurance requirement. I, 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 and here's the thing is like, there's, so there's a few organizations out there that are now, uh, selling and providing, uh, insurance for, for gun owners, uh, well, USCCA, yeah, yeah, yeah. USCCA is one of the organizations and, and they have, you know, basic plans to, you know, elite plans and things like that. And it comes with a variety of different perks, like places where you can get, you know, training on, you know, how to handle your gun places where you yeah, can yeah. get training, you know, regarding the laws or regarding local laws on, uh, you know, how you're supposed to handle store when you can use your gun. I think, I think, um, in terms of gun ownership, I think, it's something that even I've been looking into, uh, to be perfectly honest, because those are important things. Like, you know, what happens, you know, what happens after, let's say there's a shooting that occurs, you know, 
do you have the money for a lawyer? If, well, if you're paying into this insurance, you, you would, you'd have a significant amount of access to capital regarding yeah. it. And why is that? Well, much like auto insurance, most gun owners don't ever have anything happen that requires them, that requires any use of their firearms beyond target or hunting. So you have this great pool of money that can be used in the event of, uh, say, somebody needs a lawyer for something. Now, right. what that also means is, is that, you know, for USCCA is, is that they offer significant levels of training to help you offset your deficiencies and their costs. So that way it's like, look, if you yeah. do something stupid, you find yourself, you know, going to jail you know, they're not going to be paying, you know, they're, they're going to provide you lawyers that are going to sit down and say, yeah, look, you did some real dumb shit. You didn't follow the training that was provided. You didn't you think about the laws of your state and that you're going to go to jail. Mm -hmm. So my job is now just to try and, you know, get you the best deal that I can versus, right. you know, somebody who might've had, you know, a self-defense incident and, you know, you're going to look at going to trial and that shit's expensive. So the $25 is to create a pool for those gun incidences of suicide and misfires. And that's what they want to do that for. They're putting it in a pool because some gun owners aren't, they're not safe enough with their weapons and things happen with them. You know what I mean? We know suicide exists mm -hmm. and there's a cost to all that stuff. And mm -hmm. that's, that's because of guns and, you know, insurance isn't going to pay for that. Well, and, and, and I would also argue there too, that, uh, what the government says they're going to do with certain money versus what they end up actually doing with that money are two very different things. And what? so, so let's be real honest. I'm real. I don't believe that that's exactly what that's going to get used for period in the story. Okay. I think that, you know, it's either going to get used for some type of, uh, I mean, they, unless you have it. So that way that law cannot be changed unless, you know, it's done by the voters. The reality is, is that I guarantee you that they're going to take the funds from from that particular registration fee and it's going to get used in any number of things. Because how many, you know, realistically, how many accidents and suicides are there that are going to require any type of funding? And then number two, you know, why is it incumbent upon why is it incumbent upon the rest of the gun owning population to pay for somebody else's fuck up? Regulate yourself or get regulated so so basically it's like if if there's a gun owner out there that shoots himself in the leg <laughs> hi shane <laughs> uh, <laughs> why should i why should i have to pay because he was negligent and shot himself in the leg shane would argue Wait. that shane would argue that i have no uh reason to pay for him shooting himself in the leg why do I pay property taxes that go to fund your edu your kids' education? The difference is, is is that you know my kids being educated have a have a very different reduction in crime versus somebody shooting themselves in the leg. Hmm. Okay. I got no argument for that. <laughs> that's the difference. I can that's I can tell you have one in your head, and you're oh, like, yeah. he's not going there. I'm just not. It's going it's there. well, and you think about it when you look at. I believe in free education. <clears throat> I don't want to have the debate based on education. Right. Well, <laughs> and, that's, right. And, that's, like, and that's the thing is, is that you know there is a you know when you look at tangible benefits, we know that there are tangible tangible benefits to society when there is education, mm -hmm. and and we know that that benefit extends well beyond just high school. We know that that benefit extends into. Uh, trade programs and colleges as well. We know that that is sure. that's settled. But yeah. when you look even at if I, even if I if, even if I pay my taxes for a road <clears> to get paved in the south, it still benefits. You would have a better argument if you said that that registration fee was going to be used in terms of the reimbursement of family, uh, the reimbursement to families that have lost people to gun violence. You would have a better argument. Ooh. In that realm, you would have a much better argument in that realm. That's still a tough one, but yeah, if, it, but if, what it's but, if, but when it comes to, you know, suicides and, uh, people, you know, misfiring and hurting themselves. Yeah. I I'm sorry. I don't think that that's number one, that'll never work out. Number two, I think that the reality is, is that it would look more like what I just said is that that money would right. actually get used to reimburse the victims of shootings. 
And then what if, what the fuck did you expense con- expect conservatives? You took women's right to fucking privacy and healthcare away. You knew liberals are going to react. Oh, now you're getting an insurance thing. Deal with it. You know, like they're coming after your guns in the next 10 years, legitimately now, because they have a reason you came after abortion. They said, we won't you create your guns. If you don't, you created yeah. a pathway. And what did you expect was going to happen? So you either, right. so you either have to hope that the court removes that pathway or, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to watch a bunch of, uh, you're going to watch a bunch of, uh, uh, oh, you're, you're going to see Beto O'Rourke in 2023 fucking just as governor. You're going to see what it looks like when an honest politician fucking comes for your guns. Honest to God. Oh, and that's the thing is, is like, <laughs> I really, I really do think that, you know, um, if, uh, if someone dies from a shooting that, you know, you're going to see laws that allow people to go after the uh manufacturer or the the company that sold the gun that i didn't brought that up and i, I think that's I, I think that's you know if 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 you're going to go after abortion in that way don't be surprised when people go after gun violence that way yeah be, you know you yeah. sat there and screamed that banning things doesn't work well as you were banning things, as you were banning things. things and so guess what now you're going to find out how far that rabbit hole actually goes Nobody's saying you can't own a gun, right? But if it gets used in these restrictions, but if it gets used in a shooting, then your manufacturer is going to get sued for you know a minimum of ten grand. Yeah. Well, how many times? And how many times? How many shootings a day happen? Glock's you know one of the biggest. uh, Glock is one of the biggest uh, suppliers to the police. So what happens? You know, if if uh, if there's a shooting that occurs, regardless of who does it. The police shoot oh, somebody. Man. That means that you know now Glock is on on the hook for ten grand every time the police shoot somebody. Yeah. I guess if that's the game you want to play, then okay. You can either that, sit down yeah, and I, say banning things doesn't work, or you're going to watch as it becomes financially impossible to do business. Period. End of story. Yeah, that, that's the one industry insulated from lawsuits is the gun industry and i always said like they that are doing the regulating regulating abortion with a thousand cuts that'll kill it that's what democrats were going to do with guns and, and then we the, the important thing here is we all lose rights yep. when when you when this fight starts like yep I, one of our episodes was called when the titans fight and fall because it was about neil young and joe rogan destroying our listenership and that's what can happen it's not like these fights are going to fundamentally protect your rights your freedom to choice is just going to come something different when the other side uses mm-hmm. it against you yep. like joe biden gets to a supreme court nominee nobody's <clears throat> expecting problems why because mitch mitch mcconnell created the the rules that said hey we can do it in 30 days and so they're going to congratulations joe biden by the way supreme court nominee and killing the head of al-qaeda you had a good week there you go (laughs) oh and the job numbers Mm -hmm. the the economy i asked um what was my question here that nobody answered is it um the pandemic economy or society that has been the problem this week we're, we're, we're wrapping up. We got oh, I would say that <clears throat> pandemic, just because you still have a lot of people in the hospital, you still have a lot of people dying, you still have a lot of people out sick, and those are all things that are leading to shortages in the labor force. I'm going to say the economy is better than we think. It's just when you think about inflation from last year, it's incredible because we were at zero last year. So everything costs more. You know what I mean? But if you look over the past two years, you'll see that inflation hasn't really gone up as much as it has in the past. So it's a good economy. It's just not enough people have access to it yet. Yep. And that leaves society. Is there anything you wanted to say as a exit? Um, What what do I call it? Stop banning shit. It's not working. It doesn't do what you think it does. You're a fucking dipshit if you think that it's going to actually do anything. Stop banning stuff. Stop banning books. That is the dumbest fucking thing ever. Or don't be surprised when, you know, the quote-unquote separation of church and state is allowed to take place. And, well, the Bible's banned from the library next to that copy of Mouse that you don't like because you feel uncomfortable, you Nazi fuck. To those who would tear the world down. We will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms, 
something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. My poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. They keep moving forward. How much you can take, they keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome, welcome to Public, to public Access, Access America. America. Yes, we can. Sunday live stream Sunday time, live YouTube. Stream. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. On Twitter. Twitter. What? Apple Podcasts, Podcast, Stitcher, Stitcher Smart, Smart Radio, 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 Radio Public, and Spotify. Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.